Murder Among the Mormons coming to Netflix March 3rd. That does sound fun. <clears throat> hey, guess what? What? We're, do- we're doing a podcast, Popcorn Tribunal. Yes. Just like old times. That would have been a great moment for the music to start playing. Let me, let me try that again. Hey, guess what? Jesus Christ. What? Is this new music or is this the same music? It sounds sadder. I just pulled it over really fast. You know, like, like you just do. <laughs> you pulled one over really fast? What? I can move it all around. So Make you, it stop. I think it's doing weird things, too. No, I did that. How's your volume level, Tyler? It's pretty good. It's <clears throat> awesome. So anyways, yeah, we're doing a podcast. This is For popcorn. all our friends in the Philippines. Yes. Popcorn Tribunal. <laughs> we have dropped out of the top five in, pop, in uh, oh, the no. Philippines, by the Aww. way. Yeah, it's your fault. Um, no, I think bit. they only take the charts by by monthly in the Philippines. Why? Can um, you hear me okay? Yeah. Are we banned in the Philippines finally? <laughs> no, no. Did that no, happen? No, that last episode hasn't been released. Yet. I was gonna say, <laughs> if the chart, if we went down in the charts after that one, then I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yes, movies are back. I think ish, ish, ish. Uh, I mean, it's you and I have seen a few movies. How's your How have your Wendy Wendy's Wendy's Wednesdays Wendy's? been? Have they been going on or no? Uh, because I was on that shoot, uh, I just saw Nomadland, so I'm a little behind. But so you saw Nomadland on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Did you know about that new living room theater downtown? We should go no. there sometime. It's beautiful. Tell me more about this. I've only been the one time, so there's really not much to talk about. Did you go with the lady friend? No, I went with the 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 movie group. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Did you guys all cuddle on a couch? It's not that kind of living room. Because oh. when I thought the same thing when he's like, "Meet me at the living room theater," I'm like, "So your house?" <laughs> Question mark. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. There's a big old King Kong mural in there. It's kind of cool. Huh. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's real bougie. Bougie. Mm-hmm. Well, there hasn't really been a whole lot of movie news. Other Paramount than Plus is a thing. Amber Heard getting fired. That's a thing. Speaking that's a great thing. Paramount Plus, they're bringing back Frasier, which isn't a movie, but it's a thing they're doing. For the record, I fucking love Frasier. We all love Frasier. Yeah, but... I'm listening. Baby, what? you hear the news of calling to salad and, and scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. The worry is, will it ruin it? If they All the reboots not, are, are like they that, rebooting dude. it or are they? Yeah, they're rebooting it. The reunion. original cast. Because David Hyde, David Hyde Pierce ain't done shit since that. Yeah, where's show he been? Here. He did a John avoid. Mahoney alive. <laughs> John Mahoney just got out of rehab. No. Oh, for John real? Mahoney? Who am oh, I John of? Mahoney. I'm thinking not John, John Mulaney. Mulaney. <laughs> the guy who plays the the John dad. Mulaney. No, is just, he's dead. Is dead. Yeah. Oh shit. He has passed on. Oh. It's okay. Um, what about Darcy? Is that her name? Who? Darcy the male girl? The, the housekeeper or whatever? Marcy Darcy? Because she was there to the take British care one? of John Mahoney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then she gets with David Hyde Pierce. That's right. I yeah. forgot about that. So they could bring her back. Now, David Hyde Pierce came out after he was on that show, though, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Shall I Google? No, I'm just old enough to remember. 
I mean, that was in the 2000s. He it did. He did ago. voice an alien in some movie. I don't remember which um, one. Or did David Hyde Pierce? Hellboy. Or he may have. He done... was in Hellboy one, not two. That's why I said Hellboy. Or he may You're have right. done the voiceover for like a narration for a movie. He but was in a really Bug's Life. All that I've seen him do is just stuff like that since then. So he was a stick bug in a Bug's Life. Oh, he was the stick bug. That's <laughs> awesome. He's only sixty-one. I thought I would have thought at <clears throat> least. Five. So I started paying yeah, for CBS All Access. But for, now it's not a thing no more. For Tough as Nails. What is that? As of it's it's a reality show. But About as of what? March fourth, it becomes Paramount Plus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until this morning when I saw that oh. Mission Impossible Seven mm-hmm. is coming out as well as a couple other movies simultaneously on Paramount Plus. Don't so I wasn't gonna yeah. keep it, but I'll probably end up keeping it. It's five bucks a month. It's not. Can I watch me. the Beavis and, and Butthead movie with you then? Yeah. I just found a thing. Fans perplexed by absence of Daphne and Niles from Revival. What's the point? Oh, so David Hyde Pierce isn't in isn't. the Revival. So it's just like okay, Frasier? so it's just Frazier because everybody else. But is why dead. is it just him doing his radio show then? That's uh, well, Daphne's is not there. Is there a synopsis? No, Daphne won't be in it either. Daphne helps him with the show. It says absence of Daphne dumb. and Niles from Revival. Why watch it? Exactly. I wouldn't. That'd be like the nanny without what's her name? Fran Drescher. That's not Fran Drescher, yeah. But she's the main character, so it's not quite comparable. Shut your face. Oh, okay. You could just replace her with a duck. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's an episode of that show where she washes lamb chop and destroys her. It, like messed with me as a kid. <laughs> There's a the Punky Brewster revival came oh, out. God. Oh good lord. With, For who? With Freddie Prinz forehead. For who? Could replace Fran with the Affleck duck. That's true. Affleck, you mean Gilbert? Right. Not Gilbert Godfrey. Oh, he, he said racist shit. Yeah, he got right? removed. He yeah, he said, said racist shit. shit. <laughs> I mean, everyone's canceled. That's all you need to know. Maybe we shouldn't release the last episode. <laughs> wow. Oh, honey, we'd be canceled long <laughs> that's before like, then. Yeah, that's true. If anyone actually listened to this podcast, we would have been canceled. Long How would ago. they cancel us? We run ourselves. <clears throat> hey, did you see the Mauritanian? I think I'm seeing that Wednesday. Wednesday. It won a bunch of shit last night. If I weren't on call, I would see if I could go with you. Oh. You, but you, I'm on You're welcome. I'm on call. And I can probably, I'll probably, actually, we have a, no, I missed the screening. We we sponsored a screening on the 24th. Oops. So, uh, but I can get a link to, to screen it, so I'll probably do that if you see it on Wednesday. All right, so today yes, we are going to talk about a couple different things. We're going to talk about some movies that we recently saw. Is this the speed round? No. He's talking real fast. I'm sorry. Like the Micro Machines guy. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, but then we're also going to kind of go down the Golden Globes list and talk a we're little bit about... Play with our globes. Yes, play with our globes as I rub my nipples. You Squirt. <laughs> Squirt. Best part. I'm not fucking lactating. Jesus. Why not? You want to? <laughs> um, is that a trick question? It could be a range. Man milk goes for a lot on the black market. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, but when they talk about they man milk. They make special milk. vitamins. Oh, no. <sighs> That's why I bought you this book of semen-based recipes. First of all, <laughs> um, this past weekend, yes, a group of eight of us, nine of us. Ten of us. Ten of us. Eleven. No, there was eight. There was eight. ten of us. There was you eight. had three. I had seven. You did not One, have two, seven. Three, four, you had three five. kids and you and Wendy. Yeah, there was eight. Who You're taught eight. you to count? <laughs> count? 
The counts, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, and nobody uh, said, uh, uh, uh. So I just kept adding numbers. Uh, 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 uh. Um, mm-hmm. So we went to see Tom and Jerry. I was able to get eight people in the theater to pay for this fucking thing <laughs> when it's on it's for free on HBO Max right now. I was yes. pretty impressed with myself. Yeah. So I, you kind of had to bail because you guys were late for something. So I don't really know even what you thought of the film. Uh, we weren't late for something. I wanted to get Tristan home. Um, oh. I enjoyed it. I found myself laughing. Um, Michael Pena always makes me laugh. You know, you mm-hmm. and I are the only like two people in this world that loved cops. Chips. Chips. And, Fantasy um, Island, that Fantasy all-time classic Island, that all-time film. Classic. <laughs> He's the best part of both of the Ant-Man movies. That's true. That's and very then, true. Yeah, he actually plays a stereotypically Mexican... Uh, Usually? <laughs> ...event coordinator at this yeah. luxury hotel <laughs> in New York City. So. <clears throat> it, it was... He was definitely the funniest part for me, but I actually... I don't know. I kind of felt like a kid. Like a I enjoyed some of thing. the funny comedic moments. It felt like a n- movie that could have come out in like the mid nineties. Yeah, it felt like Dustin checks in, but with Tom and Jerry. Let me put it this way: if Space Jam Two works oh as well as Tom and Jerry, did it will with not the but... animation and live action. Mm-hmm. I won't be embarrassed. I, I want to address that real quick okay. because. Tom and Jerry look good throughout because yeah. they put their their best the effort shadows, in it. Shadows, the lighting, yeah. yeah. But then some of the characters, like that cat gang, look like a like a video game cutscene almost. Like they well, weren't finished. The, their facial features were definitely not as accentuated as Tom or Jerry's, right? So and I don't know if that was just because they had to animate it all in quarantine, or if this was a relatively low budget production but like overall it looks I good. I mean it was so low that Chloe Grace Moretz couldn't dye her eyebrows to match the rest of her hair. You and your eyebrows, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. She had fuzzy caterpillars above her eyes and they were dark. This guy. I'm just saying. Well, let me just preface this by like I'm a big animation fan, especially classic what? animation, right? What? Right. So I was actually looking forward to this because the trailers didn't look awful. Have you ever watched animated porn, Tyler? No, but I have a friend that draws it for a living. Mm. For a living? Correct. Wow. DeviantArt, man. You can make money on commissions. Oh, Deviant, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know DeviantArt. You need somebody, you know. You want to see, uh, you want to see, what do you want to see? Jessica Rabbit fucking a fox or something? Little tentacle porn. Oh, you, you, oh, you are into the hentai. I'm not into hentai at all. You want to see Ursula from The Little Mermaid (laughs) with all her tentacles inside of you? No. Different orifices. Stop it. Please don't ever make it happen. Orifice again. Orifices. Okay, so you're a big fan of animation. Classic animation, right. And I think what was. Interesting about the way they went about this. They didn't go the Yogi Bear or Chipmunk route where everything's like overly realistic. They kept them all cartoons. Yes. And that's just how this universe works that all the animals it, it, are cartoon I mean, it characters. Was kind of in the Jessica Rabbit style. Or not Jessica Rabbit, um, but who framed Roger Rabbit. It's, it's more CG. It wasn't than, as dark, but yeah. definitely 2D True. versus 3D. It's a good mixture. Yeah. It's like. 2D inspired CGI, yeah. but, but it I mean, there good. were scenes where the 2D characters were interacting with the 3D set, and it mm-hmm. worked. 
Um, the other thing that things. I really liked was that all of the animals were animated. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't just picking and choosing, so that worked out well for yeah, me. Yeah, it's just a weird world where yeah. all the animals are cartoon characters. I mean, but even the door for Jerry's house was real. Every, Jer- yeah, his little backpack was real. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I did. I mean, it's not a movie that... It's not a masterpiece. If you said to me, hey, let's go see Tom and Jerry again, I'd be like, eh, I gotta wash my hair. Nah. You and your hair. I know. I don't have much. Thick, wavy locks. (laughs) Puffy locks. Puffy. But yeah, Mm. I... Like, people are like, well, this this sucks. Like, it's barely a Tom and Jerry movie. Like, what the fuck are Look, you going to do with them? If you, do do, if you them? don't pay for HBO Max and mm-hmm. you enjoyed Tom and Jerry as yeah. a kid, go see the movie. It's well, an like, enjoyable movie. When they complain about, like, well, why are they only kind of, like, side characters in this? Yeah. It's like, well, what are the... They don't talk. They're, they were created well, the for seven-minute shorts, right? Yeah. So what do you do for an hour and 40? Well, let me ask you this. So there was one thing that seemed like a consistent piece throughout the movie, and it was the animal tornado. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing, or was that just for this movie? I mean, it's a weird thing to focus on twice, but that's like a thing you see in cartoons. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like every animal was getting sucked into this yeah. tornado. I mean, I've seen it in, like, Looney Tunes and Tom and Jerry cartoons, but I never, like, thought twice about it, and it was weird to see it done that way. Yeah. Or at least, like, called out for what it is. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was interesting. Yeah. Did you think it was weird that the dog was voiced by Bobby? (laughs) What's his face? Cannavale? You know who I'm talking about? The dog was Bobby Cannavale? No, I didn't think it was weird. I didn't even notice. (laughs) That's like the only celebrity voice they got. I'm like, but why? Well, because Tom and Jerry don't really talk. Yeah. Oh. Best part of the movie was the Droopy cameo. Yes. And a collector shit. Well, did you see earlier <laughs> the Joker in the movie? Poster? This the the it the the clown poster above the subway? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. it the Joker? Yeah. Yeah. But it was Droopy. Yeah. And yeah, I thought I that was gonna be it, but then he shows up later. I saw like, that too. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought that was funny. But I guess like Did you laugh out loud at that? That was at the droopy part. That was the most vocal I got. I was okay, because like, ah! I thought I heard you laughing, but you were four <laughs> seats down from me, so I didn't. I didn't remember. But um, like I think like I was expecting to hate the human shit, but they got a lot of like yeah. legitimately funny, good people. Peter to... was fantastic. Rob Delaney, yeah, it was great. Yeah, because that was such a cliched dodge. Because he's not this like gruff, like oh, you better get this right. He's like oh, he's always giving her the benefit of the doubt, and I'm like. That's that's a good way to approach yeah, that yeah. character. Yeah. Or like even Michael Penny, you're like, oh, he's gonna be the villain, but then they kind of do like a little bit of a redemption arc, and I'm like, okay. well, she covered for him. Didn't see so, that yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he clearly was the villain for mm-hmm. sure. Um, Colin, Colin, Colin Jost. Yeah. His his, it, his Colin humor was definitely very present. Like the scene it translated with the scene surprisingly with the drone. well. Yeah. The scene with the drone was fantastic. <laughs> I had them disable the weapons. Um, there were weapons? Weapons? <laughs> <laughs> and then that, who was the girl? What was her name? I don't, Joy? Joy in the movie. I'd never seen her before. She was fantastic. Yeah, that's like her shtick, and she's good at it. I kind of felt like... Um, have you ever seen the YouTube video of the two girls who sing the song about the sex the god can't see? Uh... Kate McCoochie. It's Garfunkel and Oates. Yes. Yeah. The one with Kate the Ma- dark hair is Kate McCoochie, but it's not her. But, but I know, I know what but you're it reminds about. me of Joy. For sure, for sure. Yeah. That that reminds Big me of the kind of character that she would play. <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I would say probably four out of five. I mean, no, that's a little high. Like I enjoyed it. Like, I, I found too. myself laughing and looking at Wendy, going, "Is she going to be embarrassed that I'm laughing at this?" Like everything, like I had heard in advance that I thought I would hate, like the rapping pigeons. Didn't bother me. I loved it. I love the fact that they were dancing as they were flying and still moving was cool. Um, maybe it's because I haven't seen a lot of movies in the theater. That could be. But I did. This was re- a fun I time. Did, I did reactivate my Stubbs membership. Okay. So maybe because we got use that it. Disney movie coming out yeah, this week. Maybe I'll use it in the the dragon one. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out Friday. I think. I want to see that one in the theater. I definitely sure. do. Yeah. I'm not just because I love Tom. I, I can't go this mean, week though because I'm on call for work. So I, I can, can wait a week. If I we can mind. hold out. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I'm not saying you should rush out and see Tom and Jerry, but like, it's free on HBO Max. Yeah. Try it out if you like grew up with them, and yeah. if it's not your thing, turn it off. That's yeah. what's cool about how they're kind of doing this rollout. You know? Yeah, and Chloe wasn't terrible. I mean, I, I like her a lot. I like her as a as an actress, mm-hmm. like a body of work kind of thing. She had her moments, and I can the eyebrows. I just had to say it. You and your eyebrows. <laughs> I know, but it's kind of like it's Luke Evans' penis. It's the new Luke Evans' penis. Is the eyebrows thing. But uh, you're comparing her eyebrows to stop it, a dick. Stop a it, dick. Stop it, dick. Stop dick. I'm gonna give you this dick. Dick. Edit. <laughs> yeah, Edit. three or four. I mean, like I surprised. I liked it way more than I thought I would, and that Same. I was the I liked reason. I liked it hundred percent more than <laughs> yeah. I thought. Yeah, I would. yeah, yeah. And I've <laughs> thought about it too. You know me, I leave a movie and I th- I want to think about it. I don't want to talk to you Not about it. Not that this it. one's very thought-provoking. But no. Like, but opinions change. I mean, knowing that we had to come into a podcast and talk about it, I definitely gave it some more sure. thought than I would it have has, typically. It's way better than it has any right to be. For sure. Because you think it's going to be on the level of, like, Sonic It's like going or... to see a movie and fuck you, it's January, and it's okay. That's sure. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, this is supposed to come out Christmas. Remember, because yeah. we were gonna go, I think, see it on my birthday yeah. when that was still. A what thing. is that? The seventeenth. Mm-hmm. <gasps> what? Mm. When's my birthday, Tyler? July. <laughs> that is a thirty-one day cop the out. Whole you son month. of a bitch! So we're remember, celebrating I'll all that. month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm halfway to ninety this year. I'll remember that shit. You said it, not me. You won't remember that shit because you're halfway to 90. <laughs> All right. So um, another movie that we both saw, mm-hmm. um, multiple award winner last night. <laughs> yes. Uh, was Nomadland. Nomadland. So I went into this expecting to... Yeah, when, when and where did you watch this? Because um, I think that has something to do with your reaction to it. Well, my reaction happened mid-movie. You got a boner? No. Oh. When she's sitting on the toilet after she's playing her flute. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> she does do full frontal, weirdly. Yeah, she did. Yeah, it was she's a in very... A creek uh, or something. What was that movie with Jodie Foster where she played the... Nell. No. It was a very <laughs> Nell moment, for sure. Um, so I think I texted you in the middle of you watching did. Nomadland, and I said, this movie is so boring. Right. So there's a couple things. First of all, sure. I want to say that for filming RV parks... I and thought that the movie was beautifully filmed. Oh, for sure. Um, was Chloe Zhao? Is that who? Mm-hmm. Is that the She's girl? doing Eternals. Yes. She's getting that Marvel money now. Yes. And if if the Eternals have any of kind of the backdrop or that kind of eye, the vision that I see in Nomadland, 
I don't know how the Marvel machine works anymore because sometimes they'll let like Taika or James Gunn run with it, but other times yeah. they're kind of directors for hire. <laughs> well, Black Panther was definitely. Oh no, that's one too for yeah, sure. You're they right. definitely gave him the. Uh... Speaking of which, we watched seven of those movies this weekend. Which ones? Uh, we started with Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Okay. And then we went from there through Endgame. Wendy just got on a kick. She's like, let's watch some Marvel movies. I'm like, could I love you anymore? <laughs> Why'd you start there? Uh, she hadn't seen it yet. Oh. And so she was asking all these questions about the Winter Soldier and the star on his shoulder. Cause mm. She had seen a preview for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. Which, by the way, looks amazing. I can't believe it's coming so soon. Yeah, I'm excited. I so. mean, then Loki will be here before we know it. We're yeah. getting all the Marvel stuff I mean, we didn't get last year. now that we've all seen WandaVision... Did you? No, I haven't yet. I need to watch it with the boy. <laughs> so you let me know. So, um, but yes, yeah, so on Nomadland. So, La La Land. I went into this expecting a Coen Brothers movie. Just because it's Francis McDormand? Because every movie that Francis McDormand has been in for the last 10 years has been a Coen Brothers movie. Not true. Okay, not really Three true. billboards. Clearly there's... Right. A little bit of poetic license with my statement there. Which well, he I, is, she is married to one. I don't remember which one, but she is married to one. I think she's married to Joel. I think so. Don't quote me on that. It's either Joel or Ethan, right? She's, I mean, she probably deserves an Oscar, but I think she has enough at this yeah, point. Yeah. Um, so, but the, the, the thing is, mm -hmm. is that Frances McDormand plays a lot of characters. Sure. Um, when you think of some of the characters, you know. Fargo. Um, Fargo is clearly the one that pops That's out. That's the most over-the-top thing she's done, probably. Frances McDormand played Frances McDormand in this movie. Yes. It felt she's like very short I was with watching people. a documentary about Frances McDormand. Yeah, I wonder if she went full method for this. How do you go full method when you're literally just playing yourself? No, I mean, like, did she actually go oh, out she... and, like, live? Yeah, I mean, it, like, felt, they... it felt like it. Some of those people were, like, real people they just met and threw yeah. in the movie. Yeah. But after seeing Chloe Zhao's acceptance speeches last night with mm -hmm. her stocking cap and ponytails, mm -hmm. oh, we're going to talk like, about all that. I but. feel like they both probably lived in that van for the extent of the shoot. So I would not be surprised. Yeah, but um, wasn't it? It, it felt there was a large chunk in the middle where sure. it dragged on. And um, you keep talking, but I I, I do want to address that. When in in going back done. and kind of rewatching the middle piece, did you rewatch the middle I piece? Did you fall it, asleep the first time? No. Uh -uh. Okay. I realized that if I turned the volume down fairly low, mm -hmm. turned on closed captioning and just Oops. watched the movie, yes, that I enjoyed it. Interesting. Okay. So it it's well written, and visually, I thought it was great. For but sure. I don't I don't dislike Francis McDormand. So sure. why did I dislike Francis McDormand? Well, well first of all, talking about the movie being boring. Yes and no. I mean, it's slow paced, right? But it's it's more it's less of a narrative and more of like an experience film. It's like here's a year yeah. in the life of this culture that you you wouldn't normally think about. Like you see homeless people or some weirdo in a van when you're traveling and you don't think twice about them. So let's really sit in this culture and 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 see why and like and all their whys are different. Yeah, 
Because when I was talking with my friends about it when we first saw it, they're like, well, the theme is this, and that's why they're all doing this. And I'm like, I don't think they're all doing For the record, this. I don't know if I could watch a lot of movies with your friends that they have to come up with a theme for the movie. I mean, that does annoy me. Because sometimes, like, like you said, right, you got to let a movie marinate. Mm-hmm. So I'm not ready to just attach a theme or some kind of in-depth analysis right away and they always are no they're great people yeah. and they're just, they, they love to discuss and analyze but sometimes i don't think you can it's just like slap I can't a label take a bottle of wine with someone who is a wine snob it just That's drives me crazy for yeah. sure there's there's something to just i'm going to witness this piece of art and i'm going to make my own conclusions on my own time yeah but um i, I let's talk about her because she is more or less playing herself. Uh, it felt really like, like she's she was... weirdly like detached and short with people. Mm-hmm. But then she'll do wacky things like put a Happy New Year hat on and run around the park yeah. with sparklers. And yeah. I'm like, that seems like two different people. One hundred percent. Um. Now the movie's set in 2012. Do you why why do you think? That is, because they don't draw attention to it, but it's in a it line of dialogue. Like it, it feels like it was at the beginning of the, I'm going to live in a van. The I think it was, like, is this a response to the recession and the housing crisis and all that? Like, is that why she lost her husband? Because he lost his plan or some shit. Like, I don't know the answer to that question. Okay. What are you looking for, sport? Nothing. Nothing. Keep going. You're a scrolling. I'm just looking, uh, trying to pull something on IMDb for a conversation in, okay. in a moment. Now you see how the sausage is made, kids. So is she what kept you from liking this film? Because, like, I don't, like, no, I, I want to clarify. A, I want to okay. clarify. After going back. Sure. Watching the middle third. Okay. Volume down, volume low, and sure. closed captioning. Sure, sure, sure. I liked the movie. Right. And I don't like these Oscar fodder pictures. You know this. That's true. And this feels like an Oscar fodder picture. I mean, clearly. <laughs> but it was beautifully filmed right. for dirt roads. Yep. And yeah. deserts. Yeah. Lots dirt of roads that. and deserts. Yep. And um, I think what was The Sound of Metal, mm-hmm. I think, is a recent thing that has kind of forced me to look at movies in a different way kind of thought process sure. and, you know, give them an opportunity and rewatch them and do all of those things where it's what, what I normally not like about this movie. Sure. And I think conversation and perspectives play a, play a big part in that because like we didn't like relic, right? We thought it was boring as shit, but it was beautiful. Yes. But I actually sat down with someone who has a relative struggling with Alzheimer's yeah. and I'm like, Okay, I can appreciate that, and I appreciate that movie a little bit more, and I can see why that's more impactful yeah. for you. So the interesting thing about that movie versus there's another recent movie starring uh, Viggo Mortensen wrote, directed, and starred in. With Lance Hendrickson? Yes. I wanted to see that. What is that? I haven't seen it yet. I don't even know but if it's out yet, but I heard him talking seen, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's called like Fearful or something like that. Mm-hmm. But he was talking about how there have been a lot of movies made about dementia and Alzheimer's. Sure. But it's always from the viewpoint of the people who are caretakers. Okay. Or watching it happen. Family member, loved one, that kind of thing. Yes. Right. And he remembered that when his father was going through onset dementia, 
that the conversations that his father would have with people or the memories that he would have that he would express to his son, that was reality for him. And everyone around, the caretakers are always typically like, oh, no, that's not happening. You know, that's not real. But the reality is, is it is real to them. Right. And so that was the thing about this movie and why I really want to see it. Because my grandmother had um, dementia and Alzheimer's. And so I I want to see it because I want to see how he portrays the, we'll call it the patient's quotey fingers reality. Sure. Um, and so if I if I look at Relic from that viewpoint, it's very clearly mm-hmm. a combination of what the person who's going through the dementia or the Alzheimer's is experiencing and the mm-hmm. fear that they're having mm-hmm. and a visual representation. Making it more tangible, right. But it's also combining it with the caretaker's fear mm-hmm. and pain and things right. that they're seeing. Right, right, right. So... Again, mood, environment is yeah. everything. Maybe we didn't watch that movie in the right. Cause I think we were expecting it to be a horror movie. And it turned and out I mean, to have a I, much- Some snob online will argue it is. It's the horrors of dementia. But I did see a movie uh, with, with, with my movie group before I left addressing that same thing in a very interesting way. It's called Little Fish. Have you heard about this? I've heard the name. All right. Olivia Cook from Ready Player One. Yes. So she's in it, right? And keep in mind what's crazy about this. Is Little Fish the one where someone – hang on. Let me ask the question because I think – I want to make sure that I'm hearing and thinking about the right movie. Someone younger started to experience. Correct. And okay. I think what's crazy about it is this was before the pandemic because right. it's a virus that's doing this. Right. People are just forgetting things like – People just don't show up to their jobs because they don't know who they are. They're just wandering around. It's horrifying. (laughs) Well. He's just nodding. No, he just found out who he was. That's why he quit. (laughs) Um, So it's about a couple. It's Olivia Cook and some other guy I haven't seen before, but he's really good in it. And he's the one struggling with the virus and he's slowly forgetting. So it's like... As as young people, we never think about what it's going to be like to struggle with that. So they make it happen early on. And right. it's about that struggles and those fears. And it's framed Was through. the point of Little Fish to take something as serious as dementia or Alzheimer's and kind of put it in a relatable yes. sense for those yes. of us so who like, are. And I, I was thinking, like, I think if that premise. Zenials. Do what? Millennials. The Zoomers or whatever. For sure, for sure. I think if it had been done post-pandemic, when it it hit, it might have been done differently. Because you don't focus on the pandemic part of it. It's all about the romance and struggling with him as he's declining. And um, eventually, they both, like, I don't want to spoil it, actually. I kind of want to see it. Okay, then I'm not going to say anything yeah, more, but it's, it, but it's but, a good movie. Yeah, and yeah. it's weird that we were just able to pull three recent movies that are addressing know, right? this in completely and different yet, ways. We didn't talk about any of this pandemic fodder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Nomadland. And here's, here's the thing. I think you could go into it and try to draw all these deep, like, metaphors and meanings and symbolism and all that but i think it's more just a slice of life thing right like the florida project was yeah. a few years ago it, it didn't like, feel like there was anything deep about it there was nothing existential there well was... there was one point at the end where 
she's talking about memory of her husband and all that. And I think that's the one point where I'm like, okay, now this is try- starting to feel more existential, right? Because it's well, dealing with... Well, I mean, with- she had an opportunity to start a normal relationship, and she just walked away. Yeah, that was weird how that was framed. Well, but cause... see, I, I associated that with the conversation later about right. her husband. Right. In that she felt like she was still married. We never mm-hmm. really know what happened to her husband, right? Right. And I, I mean, I, I'm a proponent for movies that don't spell everything. I'm assuming or your... he probably passed away. Right. And it was probably unexpected, which mm-hmm. is why she's still wearing the ring. And she's not open to having those relationships even a year later. Mm-hmm. So, or and I mean, there's like little subtle clues, like how yeah. attached she is to that van. Yes, it's like, well, you could just move all this shit to a different yeah. van. But it's the like, no, that for, van. The is... other piece for me that made me think that her husband passed away was, uh, was it Grace or Rosa? What, who was the who? the older woman who that was dying? Yeah, died of cancer. I don't remember her name. When she but... found out she had cancer, all mm-hmm. of a sudden she wanted to be her best friend, where before she was kind of standoffish. Right. And so that kind of, I put that association together with her mm-hmm. husband not being around. And I think there's, there was an irony to like paying 15 bucks at this new bougie theater downtown yeah. with, with your snobby movie friends, right? And then as soon as they come out, it was like, oh, it's all about the evils of capitalism. I'm like, you need to be self-aware <laughs> about how I you mean, viewed this, this film. Is, this, is, this is one of the things that I said to you in season one was, can't you just go enjoy a fucking movie? And you've you've evolved, by the way, to be able to do that. But that's I, that's the situation. I where... don't think it's enjoy a movie or dissect it. Like, I mean, for some people, dissecting analyzing is enjoying a movie. Yeah, but and I feel some like pieces... you stopped dissecting it two minutes after the movie. You know, no, for sure. I feel like you think about it more, knowing that we're going to have a conversation about right. it on the podcast. Sure. And I really like the insight that you bring now versus first season when you were just like, oh, it's. When an artiller makes a movie. <laughs> so but so I think I think both of us have evolved. Sure. I actually remember actors' names or do a little research sure. instead of letting you just pull them out of nowhere. Sure. You stopped thanking me for everything. Thanking you? For yeah, what? I used to say I really liked the movie and you'd be like, thank you. I work real hard on that. I know. Mm-hmm. But it's I miss it a little bit. Oh, we'll get back then. It's okay. We just started up again. Yeah, I know. My dude. Yeah, I know. It's okay. So do you think this will sweep the Oscars after watching the Globes? Um, I think from a filmmaking standpoint, potentially, but I don't know about that. Because the other big one that everyone's all uh, up and... What's the expression? Are there? you about to segue? To Minari, yeah. Are you? Well, yeah. here's the thing. So let's talk about that. I watched that today. Right. And I was going to try to squeeze it in today, but and it's like I'm, I'm partly a, subtitled, yeah. and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to pay attention to this. I made a point mm-hmm. to pay attention to it. Sure. I didn't let it play in the background. If I had to do Because that else, also I looks very slow it. and like slice of life and look how artsy we are, no. right? Okay. No. Let's talk about Surprisingly, that. it wasn't slow. However, I have a big problem Uh-oh. with what the Globes and what the Oscars are doing with it. What do you mean? It's not a foreign language film. I've heard that argument, yeah. The director is an American. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Yao, who's the lead, is an American. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it it's probably mostly in 50% English? 50% Korean, 50% So it's English. like The Farewell, where it's 
kind of English, kind of foreign yeah. subtitles. Okay. Yeah. What was the farewell nominated for? Was it that I don't remember. I think it was. I think it might have been musical and comedy, and then was nominated it was. for the Oscars. Yes, that is what happened. So I, right. don't, I don't feel like this is a foreign language film. Okay. I don't think it's as good as Parasite. Well, what is? But um, there's a lot of great handheld camera work. Sure. Um, handheld two shots, handheld one shots. All the handheld with smooth transitions. Handheld walkie talkies. Like conversation, onto. like tennis match, but, but oh, slower. Interesting. Okay. Um, Stephen Yao is exceptional. Mm-hmm. What's you, the film about? I don't, or should I not even know? I, that's the piece that's probably the hardest to discuss. I'll, I'll talk about it here in a second. But first of all, let me just say this. Stephen okay. Yao, you would never know that he's from Michigan. <laughs> he, his, his accent is on fucking point. Mm-hmm. His, his I wouldn't know because I don't speak Korean, but mm. the Korean actors in the film, mm-hmm. they sounded like they were speaking the same language. Legit, right. Um, and his parents are Korean, so I, I can only assume that he probably grew up speaking Korean. And is probably that makes sense. For sure. But I, I have a problem with it being a foreign language film. I I wish... Well, the like Globes are Parasite, a joke, first of all, so we'll see what the Oscars do. I wish, like Parasite, that it was up... Well, it's not. It's not up for the feature film category. Really? It's up for foreign language. Really? Yeah. Mm, so they went full Roma with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if it's because they really wanted to win. Maybe. And there did they? I don't even remember. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought uh, they did. I don't know. We'll go through the list. I just remember the crown winning a bunch. Yeah. Whenever I didn't know someone from something, it was usually the crown. The crown. But that's a series. Um, so the, the movie itself, mm-hmm. visually, the colors, it's yellow, orange, and red, browns. Yeah. Um, sepia tones with kind also of a they bright do not blue. Pop. It felt like it was recorded with a yellow filter. Interesting. In a good way or a bad way? In a good way. Okay. In a good way. Um, so basically, ironically, it's about senior health in in some capacity. Really? So it's about a Korean couple that moves from Korea, South Korea, to the United States mm-hmm. to make a better life for their family. In modern times? Um, I would say probably early 80s is what it feels like. Okay. I don't think they ever discussed the date. Okay. But it definitely feels dated. Mm-hmm. Um, no they cell buy, phones or nothing. They buy a plot of property and there's a trailer on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 busting out some Duran Duran, and you're like, and oh. then like to make their their way, he starts planting a farm, a farm, and he has to dig a well, a well. Um, but they're in they're in Arkansas, oh. So like someone recommends that he hire a diviner to come out and find water. I don't know if you know what that is, but they hold like a stick, and it helps yes. them find water yeah. on the property. Totally old school. I didn't know that. Very full time job. Very dust bowl <laughs> for sure. So um. But yeah, it was good. There's underlying themes. Um, one theme is the struggle in their relationship. Okay. Is the farm more important than the family? Um, another underlying tone is in Asian cultures, when um, the senior members of the family start to get older, they come to live with some of the younger family so members. So it's kind of a culture thing like the farewell. So it's kind of a culture thing like the farewell. Okay. Um, the thing about the farewell was they were kind of a well-to-do family. Mm-hmm. 
In this oh, one, okay. they're clearly not. Right. More parasite in that yeah. regard. But then there's also the story of the kids in the movie, specifically David, the younger kid, who... Well, that's what I've seen on most of the marketing yeah. stuff. He's like, born with a, a hole cute... in his heart. Oh, what? The theme is constantly, you know, stop running, stop running. You know, in the beginning of the movie, they're, mm. they're telling him that. And so that's kind of another running theme. I see what you did there. So the theme... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're on it, folks. Absent-minded humor. So, um... I think the intertwining themes are what kept me connected. Mm-hmm. And then there's one character, and that's what I was looking up, um, oh. played by Will Patton. Um, character actor. He was in The Postman, Armageddon, um, Mothman. Mothman. Uh, yeah. Uh, Gone in 60 Seconds, he played Hadley, mm. the guy who was supposed to keep Giovanni Ribisi out of trouble. Oh, he didn't do a very good job. He played my stepdad in this movie. In that he came to the property and he blessed the property. He was always talking about Jesus Christ and speaking in tongues and and saying Uh, in the name of Jesus and, you know, praying the spirits away from the house. So we're supposed to hate him or like him? And he was also walking around the town dragging a big wooden cross. It just felt very... For fun? Played my stepdad. I mean, that's that's the man that I grew up with as my stepdad. Huh. And um, so it was interesting. It was, but that's again another piece why it doesn't feel like a foreign language film because he's an English speaking actor. Mm-hmm. He speaks English throughout the film. He's and an he's, English character. Actor. He's kind of a he's a tertiary storyline to the rest of the storyline. So Here's it's your like, twenty dollar word, Tony. What was the movie? Was it Lost in Translation where Bill Murray was in Japan and everything yep. else was in Japanese? Well, for Giovanni, like... speaking of which, was in that. Yeah. Scarlet, Scarjo was there. I think Anna Ferris. So there's only like four English-speaking people. Yeah. The rest of it's in Japanese. But Was that a foreign language film? Directed by Sofia Coppola. Right. So, nope. Yeah. I don't. I'm so... with you. I'm with you. <clears throat> that's what, if, that's what, that's mm-hmm. what I compare it to. Farewell like seems more... Comparable, but if it's all, all made by American like, yeah, I filmmakers don't, I, I and actors it, and things, yeah. I hope it's not the all Asian cast that kind of put it in the. Form that's what I'm wondering. Category. It's like, well, the Parasite was a huge hit last year. This, this is as close as we got. Let's, yeah, but let's, Parasite was genuinely amazing. A foreign film, correct? Yeah. So I mean, it was paid for by the South Korean government yep. and all of this stuff. So. But overall, it was an enjoyable movie. Sure. Um, better than Nomadland? I, I liked it better than Nomadland. But Stephen Yao was amazing. Okay. I really hope he gets nominated for an actor. The only problem is is um, Sasha Baron Cohen for the Chicago movie is the trial of the Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. He's the favorite. And he was really good in that movie. He was. Yeah. He was absolutely so. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But, but Stephen Yeo was fantastic in the movie. Mm-hmm. It's good to see him doing something outside of The Walking Dead. That's how I know him. Okay. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. I think you should watch it. No, I've, I've been meaning to. Yeah. And I will watch it with the lady and let us know. Will it put her to sleep? I don't know. Does she fall asleep at movies? That's the thing. Wendy watched seven movies with me this weekend, and it's she didn't read the script to any of them. I know. I didn't know what to do with it. So, but then I, I do want to see the Mauritanian, which um, 
I don't know. What are, do you, what are the movies you have to talk about? Do you have any? Because if not, let's transition to the Golden Globes. Let's transition. To the Golden Globes. So yes. I quickly watched through the highlights because Hulu didn't have the full show up Oh, yet. I got sloshed with my, with my buddy and watched them all. Did you? It was interesting. That explained the red face, probably. You were recovering from A little night. bit. I'm very tired. <laughs> so first of all, um, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler <laughs> lit up the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of people did. Yeah. Ruffalo did. Tasha Baron Cohen did. Let's kind of start from the top. Okay. So we'll just sure. kind of run through the list. Sure. Um, best television series drama. Queen's Gambit? No, The Crown. Fucking Crown, man. What? I haven't seen an episode of it. Of it doesn't look like my thing. Hmm. The yep. Crown? Oh, okay. Was Here's the thing. I've I've honestly heard that the first season was boring, mm-hmm. but then the second season... They sex it up. Well, because it's it's basically following the royals through the centuries. Okay, yeah. And so and they're kind of jumping around. You get to see around. historical events from that perspective yeah. is what I've heard. So they're jumping around. And so I've heard it... it like they'll be better. watching the moon landing and they'll be like, I say... Speaking of the moon landing, that one <laughs> series on Apple TV Plus. Um, oh, yeah, I remember seeing trailers for that. that Doesn't I really Russia enjoyed. get there first? It's it like just, alternate history. The second season just came out. I need to What's watch it called? That. Oh, I don't remember. You look that up while I'm continuing right. this list. Mm. Uh, best television series, musical, or comedy. Schitt's Creek won that one. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen an episode of that. Uh, people tell me. I mean, I've seen an People episode. People tell you that you would like it, right? People tell me I would love it. Yeah. And it's only like 80 episodes, so I'm like, I could do that one week. Is it eight seasons? Four. Four seasons. Four or six. I have no idea what I'm talking about. But uh, it was cl- like a Canadian show that got picked up by and Netflix, then and, and then it blew up. And so like now that it's the final season, it's blew, blew up, and everybody loves it. Now they're getting all the awards. <laughs> Uh, best television limited series anthology. Um, that's a very specific category. The Queen's Gambit did win that. Now I Is saw that, a, that. I loved it. So that's a one and done. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I binged it with Wendy's son, and now we want to buy chess boards and learn <laughs> how to play. Oh, I've tried to play chess with Cameron, and I'm dumb. The series was great. So someone, I think it was you actually, said, oh, great, a television series about chess. Would I say something condescending like that? Yes. Um, it, it, that's the thing is chess was secondary. It was, it was about the characters. It's about the outfits. Best performance by an actress in television series drama. Um, Emma Corrin won for The Crown. Okay. Shocker. Josh O'Connor won for the crown. Crown, the crown, the crown. Yep, Catherine yep, yep. O'Hara won for Shit's Creek. Yep. Her husband made her acceptance speech super awkward. I know they were doing a bit. Was it a bit? It was a bit. It sounded like he was trying to watch it on his phone and the No, he's trying to play it. her off because <laughs> but didn't really oh, okay. translate well because her sound like was she shit. Was seriously annoyed. That's what I'm like. Is this a bit or is she is she actually pissed at this guy? I have no idea what's going on. So Apple TV Plus did come out ahead. They uh, won for Ted Lasso. Oh, Jason did you see Sedanus. him? He's got his big old Ted Lasso mustache and mm-hmm. sad I'm divorced sweatshirt on. So here's the thing. So um, he was in London. And it's like the middle of the early, early, early morning. It was like 3.30 in the morning. Right. 
I don't think he looked high. It just felt like he was exhausted. Oh, I didn't get that he was high at all. I think he's just going through a divorce, man. But um, the girl from uh, Promising Young Woman, Mulligan, Carrie Mulligan, Mm -hmm. she also looked exhausted. Yes. Yes, she did. And so I feel like... There was a time thing that kind of... It's just so weird because they, like, still edited it. Like, mm-hmm. they would... The normal Golden Globes where you cut the audience mm-hmm. reactions, but you really were just cutting to one person's Zoom feed, and it was yeah. super awkward. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was awkward to me, but then I started to love it, was the kids coming in and saying, congrats, Dad, or congrats, Mom. That's cute. That happened a couple times. But then Mark Ruffalo's kids did it, and mm-hmm. I thought that it was adorable because I like Mark Ruffalo. I like Mark Ruffalo. <coughs> Jillian Anderson won for the crown. Yay. Yes. Um, I and, she's, and her hair looked a mess. Her hair looked like what she about her dress? had a windstorm. Is she British or not? I yes. have no fucking clue. <laughs> I know. Because, <laughs> like, I was telling Nat last night when we were watching, like, she's British and I had no idea. And then she just talks like a regular ass American. I'm like, yeah. what's well, going everyone on? Everyone knows here? her from the X Files. Yeah. But yeah, she's no, she's definitely okay, definitely British. Why you not talking with your accent no more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I actually was just talking about that a couple weeks ago with Wendy. You got a phone call, my friend. Yeah, it's my kid. He knows I'm recording a podcast. Which kid though. is it? Tristan. All right, so let's talk a little bit about Star Wars actors who are finally seeing success outside of Star Wars. Because there, there are aren't, two. There aren't a lot of there them. There are two. But Daisy John, Ridley's in some movie in a blonde wig with John Boyega won an award last night. Small act. For small acts. Yes. Have you seen it? I have not. I haven't either. Um but there's too much content right now, which is gonna be a major theme. There's too much content in too many different places and I loved his out of touch comment though. Did you hear that? He he goes <laughs> he goes, I don't know what to do, man. In his accent, because mm-hmm. he likes to say man a lot. Man. Um, mm-hmm. I've got my v- Balenciaga trainers on. <clears throat> I'm like, you're wearing $12,000 shoes, you little shithead. You're not relaxed. Gentlemen. What? I have something to announce. Oh, okay. Jesus. Jillian Anderson was born in 1968. In, in the Ch- United States? In Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> so she is a... Born and raised. <gasps> She's a to- yank. Yeah. <laughs> Went to um, move to New York City to further her acting career. So, yes, her American accent is her real accent. Okay. Dude, then why did she accept in an English accent? So, there's a whole article about this saying that her. um, She's taking character. Jalen Anderson's American accent throws people off. They weren't expecting. I don't know. She just moves back and forth. She's wonky. She's like, I can't control it. I just move back and forth. Did she have a stroke? No. She. (laughs) She she's been watching lots of Pepe Pig. And all of a sudden, she's fluent she, in French. Yeah, she just moves back and forth between it. it I know what happened. Random. You I ready mean, for this? It, it, she clearly sounds English to She me. does. Yes. Well, I, um, Madonna does, too. My little nephew eh. watches a lot of Peppa Pig, and he's developed a British accent. So maybe that's what happened to, nice. our, to our friend. The maybe truth is out there. Maybe she had quadruplets, and so there was Peppa Pig go. on all they, the time. All the time. Peppa Pig. Well, anyways... Okay, so Jillian Anderson won for the crown. And a skull dress hey. and an American accent that came and went. Was she wearing a skull dress? She was. Okay. There's sure to note that. Um, it seemed important well, here, at the let's time. Let's just listen to her accent. Hang on. It's like Christian Bale. It just, it, Tony, it keep comes your pants on. Why won't it let me turn on? Oh, jeez. Can you get it? Tony's ah. having trouble turning it on. Oh. <laughs> 
The one, even when it will fuck you, you can't get it turned <laughs> yeah. on. Blow on Jesus it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, the whistle, don't you? You guys are the best friends ever. Best friends. Gotta put Vaseline on your lips. Old friends are like bookends. Come on, it won't let me unmute the video. <laughs> Move okay. on. All right, we'll. She sounds it like out. a yank, except when she doesn't. Move it. All on. right, so Anna Taylor Joy won for the Queen's Gambit. And she is British, and she looks like she needs to eat a steak. Okay. This wow. child. Oh. Okay. First of all, her hair is covering half of her head, so I was like, "Move your hair." You're wrong. Um, but then the other awkward part of her acceptance speech uh, is Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. No, you can and, stop there with Nicole Kidman. Their daughter is sitting on the couch for the acceptance. Could you imagine standing next to her the whole time it thinking, felt, wow, it felt like she was I was part a of therapist that shot. just walked into the waiting room and <laughs> saw the couple sitting on the couch for the next session. Just saying. Um, Mark Ruffalo won for I Know This Much Is True. First time I've really Never had an op- heard of it. opportunity to see his wife. And the Kidlins. Um, I kind of love that she was just sitting right next to him. I kind of love that about kind of the whole thing, right? Sure. Because normally you see them on the red carpet, they give them a kiss, and then they walk up to the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, however, the interesting part of that was Jeff Daniels is clearly sitting in his bedroom with a hastily made bed. In oh, the yeah, background. he'd been doing yard work all day. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was just... <laughs> he looks like Al Bundy now. He yeah. did not age well. Yeah, I was, I was cracking up. It was pretty funny. Like old Al Bundy on yeah. Modern Family. Um, and Ethan Hawke... Had like a super long hairstyle Looks, with a trying to be Keanu Reeves pony like. up top. Yeah, a uh, best motion picture drama, mm-hmm. Nomadland won. Nomadland, La La Land. Um, best motion picture musical or comedy, Borat won. Subsequent movie Subsequent film. Subsequent movie film. Um, and then clearly wins with the acceptance speech of the night. He's gonna try to play this again. Oh, work. fresh new talent who came from nowhere and turned out to be a comedy genius i'm talking of course about rudy giuliani i mean who could get more laughs out of one unzipping incredible uh, our movie was just the beginning for him rudy went on to start a string of comedy films hits like four seasons landscaping hair die another day and the courtroom drama a very public part but seriously the revelation the sensation was maria bakalova she's incredible thank you of course to our producers monica levinson and Anne hines my fellow writers yeah so that the rest of it's just kind of the typical thank you stuff. to sasha baron cohen for being on our podcast yeah he's right? gotta go now i think i think we have to put that on his sag credits um, best director Chloe Zhao won. Great, a uh, female director winning. Um, is she Asian or is she Native American? She's Asian. Is she Asian? Okay. Um, so great representation moment there. The other great moment about it was that three women were nominated for best director. Mm-hmm. Um, best performance by an actress in a motion picture, Andra Day. For who? For the United States versus Billie Holiday, which just came out on Hulu, actually. Now, here's what? the interesting thing. Andrew Day is a recording artist, right? Mm-hmm. I think she's a singer. So okay. um, to come out in her first role and win. Um, and then probably the tearjerker of the night was Chadwick Boseman's win. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I haven't seen the movie Ma Rainey's Black I have Bottom. I either. Everybody says he was amazing. Mm-hmm. But the speech that his wife gave... 
We all died a little inside. Oh, my God. It's not even that. It was a tearjerker, man. Mm-hmm. And the best part is at the end, she's like, I don't have his words. Uh, and it's just like, oh. Because he, he's a very, very well-spoken. He was a very yes. well-spoken man. Yes. And all of his was. speeches yes. were fantastic. So um, definitely a talent that I think we're going to miss a lot. So mm-hmm. Controversial win. Best performance by an actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Rosamund Pike. For, oh, for I, that movie for that I just care came out. a lot. And yeah. Everybody hates it for some reason. Do they? Didn't yeah. she murder old people? Yeah, everybody hates it. Have you seen it? No, I haven't seen Should it. Should we watch it? It's supposed to be a dark comedy. About I mean, I'm, I'm gonna a British watch lady yeah. murdering old people? Yeah, it, I'm in a twist of fate, she thanked her wife. But she's married to a man. I did not know that. Yeah, but what I love about it is that she took time out of her minute. To talk about how great Maria Bakalova was in Borat. Agreed. Um, and I thought it was super sweet. But in in the awkward situation, uh-huh. two things. First of all, uh, Kate Hudson's entire extended family was in the room. So you had Kurt Russell, Goldie, Goldie Hawn, yep. Ollie Hudson, and then all of her 12 kids with all of her four mm-hmm. baby daddies. Um, all were there. In the, oh, in the, in the, oh no. <laughs> but then you also had. Do we want to talk about that movie real quick? I haven't seen it yet. I haven't either, but they were already shitting on it in the uh, opening speech. Let's watch it and then we'll Wait, talk about it. I want to see something that tone deaf and just yeah, talk about it because I like Sia. Yeah. I do too. And, um, I have an autistic nephew and. They thought so, I was autistic. And so. I was tested. Oh, were you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turns out I was just very anxious. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, Maria Bakalova? Is mm-hmm. that what we were talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was very cool that she didn't just say to all of my fellow nominees that she specifically singled out mm-hmm. Maria Bakalova and said that she said, I swam from the bottom of a lake, but I don't think anyone was as brave as you were getting into a room with Rudy Giuliani. This is true. And uh, so I thought that was really cool that she called her out. So, um, but yeah, let's let's watch music. And then <laughs> watch we'll talk. Music. We'll Why talk. the fuck do, do you, you want to watch, watch it? Let's watch some tone deaf films. Do a I'm, whole show on it. I'm into it. Okay. Cool. So what we'll watch we, Green radio. Book. <laughs> Green Book. Green that's book, a good one. Radio. <laughs> <laughs> the hits keep coming, kids. The hits keep coming. Uh, um, beautiful Mind. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if that was necessarily. Some I have heard deaf. it's tone deaf. I have not seen it. But see, can't confirm. It, but have, it's directed by Opie. I have a so. love hate relationship with Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I do. Making movies, making songs, and fighting around the world. Jesus <laughs> Best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. First of all, so glad James Corden didn't win. I watched that movie and I turned it off ten is, minutes. Can we, is that tone it's deaf? Horrible. Well, yeah, very tone. Maybe deaf. we'll watch that. Okay. Um, Dev Patel was nominated for that movie that I have wanted to see. I want to see David Copperfield and too. Have yet he to wears several lovely vests. It's on. <laughs> is it on Amazon? I don't know where anything I is don't know. anymore. Yeah. Um, but Sasha Baron Cohen won for that. So here's the thing. I kind of hope he gets nominated for an Oscar. I think he will. He's got two shots at it. <laughs> Speaking of two shots, in his Good acceptance segue. speech. He says, thank you to my security guards for keeping me from getting shot twice, ironically. Wow. Um, no, he, he said, almost died. Yeah. And then he said that he couldn't talk about it or name his security guard. So That man is wild. Oh, man. 
I hope he makes an Ali G movie. I would love that. My hat. Did he not make an Ali G movie? Hey, guess what? Glenn Close didn't win. Again. Yeah. But Best... Jodie Foster did. Okay, so. Again. One of the things that has driven me driven me crazy about Jodie Foster over the years has been how agitated and nervous she seems at award shows. That would be the same speeches, way. Right? Exactly. In her well, now she's in her speech, jam jams. She's in silk pajamas. The camera caught her just as she kisses her wife. Which Cute. No one has really seen her and her wife together. Oh, I've never seen her wife before. Um, and their puppy, but they're both sitting on the couch. But here's the thing: she doesn't look agitated. She doesn't look nervous. She looks happy. Mm-hmm. And and it was just kind of something that I'd never seen from Jodie Foster, and so it was kind of cool. Maybe this is a way to do it, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's just do Zoom calls. Sure. Um. But yeah, so it's kind of the first time I've heard her address the my wife situation, mm-hmm. and then I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. So. Daniel Kaluuya got cut. Is that how off. you say his name? Well, his mic. Yes. Did he get cut <coughs> off? I his mic was muted, and then oh. I think it was Laura Dern's. Like, all right, we're moving on. And then there's then his mic turns on. He's like, wait a minute, nope. <laughs> I'm a I'm a finished. <laughs> I need to watch that. So I've been wanting to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. It's, That's another one I need to watch before yeah. it gets pulled. Yeah, I need to watch that too. I didn't well, watch the little Netflix, things either. Right? No, it's on HBO Max. It's one of okay, those yeah. things. So it's only on there for a month. This is a nightmare. <laughs> So this this category was interesting though because it sure. had Daniel, it had Jared Leto from The Little Things, Sasha mm-hmm. Baron Cohen from The Trial of Chicago Seven, Leslie Odom Jr. who's supposedly really great in One Night in Miami, yes, and then Bill Murray from On the Rocks, yes. So that's a tough category. I sure. think we'll probably see three nominations for Oscars out of that category. Probably, I think so. That's a fair bet. I think Jared Leto will get nominated just because they I love him. No, he was looking especially Jesusy that night. Yeah, he wasn't great in the movie. Did you watch? Oh, you did watch it. Yeah, Should I, I bother? It. Yeah, it was good. But he's not great. Uh, Rami was a little eh in the first third, but he <laughs> I've heard that better. from other people. Yeah, he gets much better. Um, but yeah, so I want to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh, it felt like I had to be in a state of mind to watch that movie. I agree with that. So um, hopefully I'll get there and be able to watch it. Sure. Soul. Soul one. That was surprising to no one. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen it. Where Tina Fey plays a black man. Shut the front door. It's complicated, but <laughs> when the souls get sent back in the middle of the movie, they get sent back in the wrong body. So Jamie Foxx is a cat, and then she's in his body. And yeah. She Best motion about the picture, life. foreign language. Minari did win. Which is great and bullshit. And the director and his small daughter, both of them in a non-Asian accent, <laughs> give their acceptance speech. Oh, they're Midwest. And the little girl, is, little girl is like, I prayed for you, Daddy. I prayed for you. Aww. I'm like, this is not a foreign language film. I don't know. Okay, I have it. it's a thing. It's a thing. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Aaron Sorkin won for the screenplay for The Trial of the Chicago yes, 7. Yes, Aaron Sorkin won for writing. Uh, for some reason, Diane Warren wrote an Italian song. What? That won for the life of Oh, him. yeah. I was like, what the hell is that? Trent Reznor wins another Golden Globe. For Soul? Yes. John it's Batiste, a good score. though. I, I love John Batiste. David Batista is composing yes, now. David, no. No. Um, in an interesting turn of fate, though, sure. Trent Reznor is nominated against himself in that category. Did you know that? No, I did not. For what other movie? Mm. Uh, for Mank. You're right. Yeah. You're Trent right. Reznor and Atticus Ross did music in both of those movies. So he had a 50-50 chance. And he won. And he won. 
<clears throat> okay, so you watched the show. I did. Um, I heard that it was just a bunch of Zoom. It was a bunch of awkward Zoom calls that tried to edit together, and yeah. then some bits that just don't work. Yeah. But I Amy like and Tino were great. Yes. Yeah. But the audience of seat fillers was very frustrating. Frontline workers? Because the was it frontline workers? Yes. It felt like seat fillers. Because the standing ovations when they're not clapping and they're just standing were a little awkward. Oh, we also did you need, notice that? Yes, we also need to address Jane Fonda won some kind of lifetime achievement thing. How is that woman ninety or however old she is? She looks fantastic. She does. Well, she's got a lot of work done. Let's be honest. Yeah, but she still looks fantastic because sure. there are women that have had a lot of work done that don't look fantastic. And then even better than that, Norman Lear won the Carol Burnett Award. Yeah, and he looked really old. He is like pushing a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> but, but he's his impact on. Like evolving television, comedy. yeah, comedy, comedy television whole, writing. Yeah. So, but um, I don't know. I thought Jane Fonda's speech was pretty decent, pretty good. Sure, yeah. I mean, I was clearly, pretty out of it at that point. Clearly, social justice was the the. Well, the she's forefront. big into that. Yeah. yeah, she's been arrested so many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what nice I love to be about rich and famous enough to be able to afford to get arrested. Okay, okay, but I mean that's that's about your platform. That's about using your platform for good, and I appreciate. Like that. when Walking Phoenix told us we're dicks for drinking milk. Walking Phoenix is a fuck. Never mind. My God. We all. Um, oh, when we were watched, I watched Walk the Line with Jay, and she was lecturing me about how he's full of shit because yeah. she's in the <laughs> agriculture industry. Yeah, right. <laughs> so here's the thing about Jane Fonda. Um, sure. There's a lot of people that talk the talk. Walk the walk. She baby. she goes and sits down with the hippie chick who's protesting the war. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's she, not a staged thing. It's correct. Real. It's, it's legit. It's sincere. And the craziest thing about it is her generation is not known for doing that in their later years. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. During the the hip the seventies, they were all hippies. They were all protesting. Burn and bras. Fuck Vietnam. Yeah. But as they got older. You know, they transitioned to kind of a more. They discovered mindset. they liked money. So it's pretty cool to watch her continue. Sure. So I don't and it was her like efforts it. during the protest last year that's yeah. kind of I think what got her nominated and had her won. Yeah, well, I mean, plus her body of work. And her body. And the leotards. Mm-hmm. Correct. Do you think leotards will ever get canceled? That's not where I thought that was going. <laughs> I mean, you're so wearing anyways, one now. How does it Oscars feel? Oscars are what? End of March? We should all wear Early leotards. April. Should we? Early April, end of March. We should start a synchronized swimming group. Um, so Screen Actors Guild's awards are, I think, in two weeks. Sag. So we'll be able to talk a little more about this. So the difference between the Screen Actors Guild Awards is that's voted on by actors. Mm-hmm. Uh, or uh, members of SAG. A great joke from Team America that didn't age well is that it's the Film Actors Guild and not the Screen Actors Guild. Uh, oh, <laughs> by the way, um, Brad Pitt actually produced Minari. Brad Pitt produces a lot of stuff. Yeah, I like, didn't huh. know that until I saw it in the credits, too. So I thought that was interesting. Huh. But yeah, so award season is technically here. Um, Tis among us. I do have feelers at the studios for screeners. In spite Hit us of, up, baby. In, sti- in spite of our lack of inclusion, so we should be seeing some more rolling in. Why can't a proud Mexican get any screeners around here? Well, the benefit is a lot of the <laughs> movies are already out on streaming services. Mm, so yep. The ones that are not. But how bold of them to assume we have every right. streaming service. So the ones that are not, I've put out feelers for. Sure, sure, sure. So um, I'm going to try and get another Mauritanian screener. So maybe I need to see that Menards movie, too. Menards. 
Minari. That's the one. <laughs> uh, you can go home and watch it tonight. I need to figure out what my password screener, is. Screener, you don't need a password. Just click the link. Okay. Yeah, there's no password required. All right, I'll watch that tonight. Um, yeah, so it's award season, so there's going to be a lot of good content coming up for us. I have reactivated my AMC Stubbs account, so I think I'm going to try and I use am, it. I, I am cautiously optimistic that I will soon. Yeah. So, Awesome. Well, I think that's a good episode for tonight. Another one in the can. Another one in the can. Bye-bye, Amber Heard. Um, and uh, bring Johnny Depp back. So, yeah. This has been Popcorn Tribunal. I've been Tony. Mm-hmm. And I have not been. <laughs> He's been Tyler. That's the one. He's been Chris. Yeah, occasionally. Uh, make sure to visit CICRoasters.com. I'll make you some good stuff. And if you use the coupon code Chris is a dick, you will save zero percent on your bags of coffee. <laughs> you think he's gonna leave that one in? I, I could. <laughs> final cut, man. It's been a little bit of a different episode. Not as much sarcasm. Not as much jokes. Um, but this is this is kind of my favorite season of the year. I, I enjoy award season. Mm-hmm. Well, there's I, a lot uh, of real stuff to talk about. It's easy to screw around when nothing's happening. That's true. That's true. true. There's finally stuff happening. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next few next couple months, mm-hmm. um, and uh, hopefully we'll get to see some movies again soon. I like movies. I like movies. I like movies. I like movies. I might be free to see a whole lot of movies soon. Godzilla vs. Are you getting Kong? a divorce? Oh, no. Oh, no. Godzilla versus Kong. Good they Lord. say there's going to be a winner. I'm excited. No, Project Away. You, so you're I'll going to that, free. motherfucker. You're staying awake this time. <laughs> I'll bring you, a Red, bring you a Red Bull. Hashtag not a sponsor. But this Red Bull, TM, is so <laughs> delicious. I'll butt funnel a Mountain Dew for the you, what okay? Jeez. Oh, that's another theme in Minari. The little kid butt funneling. The little kid keeps drinking Mountain Dew. Oh, and his, his, just his grandma all. calls it the Mountain Valley soda. <laughs> the Mountain Valley drink. It's pretty. It funny. sounds like one of the ripoff ones you can get. No, like it's, Sam's it's, Club. he's genuinely pouring Mountain Dew. It's just a little bit in a cup, just because he likes the way it tastes. But he's not supposed to drink it because doesn't of the he hole have a heart, heart thing? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You shouldn't have so caffeine, my dude. Pine urine. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, just wait till you see the movie. So, all right. Love you guys. Love, love you too. Love you. Make good choices. Call me when you get there. Mommy love you, you, sweetheart. Hey, look. Here's yes. how it goes. Tell me. If you're listening to a podcast and you, you have need four a- minutes, <laughs> listen to us. <laughs> have a good night. You're a dick, and I hate you. <laughs> now you're not the Godfather. Oh. <laughs> so, fuck you. <laughs> Edit.